welcome back to The Well-Dressed Podcast, a place where we discuss how you can use your wardrobe to improve your life, change your mood, and help you live your best version of you. So in today's episode, I wanted to talk about a book I read recently, and some of you may have heard about it before if you're interested in human psychology and things like that. This book is called Attached, and it is a book about relationship psychology, which I read so quickly, I flew through it, it was just so interesting and so relevant, so relatable, it it was crazy. When you read a book that you feel like is literally written for you and you just see yourself in in so much of it. So my sister recommended this book to me and I saw one of my friends read it as well. So I had to give it a go and I have a huge interest in any kind of human psychology, relationship psychology, consumer psychology, fashion psychology, obviously, that's why we're all here. So this book is written by Dr. Amir Levine and Rachel Heller. It basically, if you haven't heard about it before, I'm just going to give you a little bit of a gist of what it's about. So it's about these different attachment types that we have in relationships. So there's three different types, anxious, avoidant, and secure. And I feel like these words, they're quite descriptive and to be honest, they do explain each attachment type pretty well, but not everybody is just one attachment type. You can kind of have a bit of a mix and depending on the relationship you're in and depending on the other person in your relationship, depending on their attachment style, your attachment style can slightly change. So while I was reading this, I was thinking, can these attachment styles translate into other areas of our life? And yeah, I feel like they can. I feel like they can translate into your work life, into your friendships, into potentially your wardrobe, which is kind of what I wanted to talk about today. So this is just my own theory and it's just kind of me applying this relationship attachment style theory to our wardrobes. I just find it really interesting to try and identify those patterns that we all seem to have within a certain area of our lives. And I think the more, sometimes it's bad to generalize because, you know, situations can be quite unique sometimes, but sometimes there's a lot to be said for generalizing and stereotyping and really just having a kind of broader theory to apply to a situation, which just makes things seem like they're kind of out of our control in a good way. Like we can't control what our attachment style is. Yes, we can work on it a little bit, but it's like our internal programming. It works in a certain way. And when you think about that, you kind of just, you know, give away a bit of the responsibility of why you act in certain ways or why you react in certain ways or why you read into what other people say. I'd highly recommend reading Attached if you just want to know a bit more about relationship psychology. So the first attachment style I'm going to discuss is the secure attachment style. And this in relationships kind of translate to people who are quite secure with themselves, who, you know, they kind of, they don't react in extremes to other people's actions. If somebody doesn't text them back or, you know, someone says something a bit weird on a date, they don't try and think, oh my God, what did I do? What have I done? What does this mean? Like, they don't like me. They kind of realize that it's the other person's issue and it's nothing got to do with them. And they're just secure with themselves. And I feel like within our wardrobes, that can definitely be a very obvious uh, style or way of styling yourself. And I feel like within our wardrobes, that can also be a very prominent um, style. So for people, you probably know these people in your life as well, who are just, they really have their own personal style. Like they're not afraid 
to dress how they want to dress. They try new things. They don't take other people's comments about their style too seriously, which is amazing. And I feel like the secure style is nearly the area we all want to be in. We all would love to just be able to take anyone else's comments with a pinch of salt and just feel so comfortable and content and confident in our own style, in whatever we choose to wear ourselves. And I know myself, my style has definitely gotten a lot more secure in my 20s um, and definitely now. I feel like when I was a teenager, I feel like I was still a little bit secure then because my best friend at the time, we had very different styles and I would try out these new trends. I remember when leggings first came in, like leggings with skirts attached to them, if any of you guys remember that. Um, and I remember, I think I went to the Gale Talk one year, which for anyone listening who's not Irish, it's basically Irish college um, during the summer. And I came back with a whole bunch of new trends to try because all the cool kids from Dublin were wearing all the cool clothes. And I remember turning up at my best friend's birthday party that year. And she just looked at my outfit and was like, what the hell are you wearing? Um, which was her reaction to a lot of my outfits back then. But I, I don't remember ever being insulted. I knew we just had very different styles and yeah, we just wore completely different things. And I, I never felt like her comments made me question what I was wearing. But I think even now I'd still have a very secure style. Um, and I think I would have to from being on Instagram and being on YouTube. People do comment on my style or how I style things in videos a lot. Um, I've had comments being like, oh, I wouldn't put those things together. I'm like, well, I would. Um, so yeah, it's important to develop a secure kind of approach to things, I suppose, when you're going to put yourself out there a lot. And I suppose in style, everybody's putting themselves out there because usually we get dressed and we go out to the outside world. And, you know, we're putting our style out there and it's how we are projecting ourselves to the world, how we're presenting ourselves and our style tells a story about us and who we want to be and who we think we are. And I suppose when someone, if someone was to question that, yes, of course it would shake you and make you rethink things. And, and it is quite a personal attack as well. It's quite a personal, like your style is such a personal thing that when someone comments on it, if you thought you, you looked amazing and someone comments and says, mm, I don't know, you know, it's going to feel pretty shit. So I feel like the more you can build up a secure foundation for your personal style, the better, because there's definitely going to be people who love to comment and who love to bring you down because your outfit may be better than theirs or because they're just feeling a little bit shitty about themselves that day um, and they've decided to take it out on you. But having a secure base will just make you realize it's about them. This isn't about me. The next attachment style is anxious attachment. And in relationships, this kind of person, and I don't want to insult anybody when I'm describing this person, because this was definitely me um, when I was kind of in my teenage years, in and out of relationships, not serious ones, obviously, but I was always that person who was like the chaser and kind of once I got into a relationship, I just chased and chased and chased until the other person was like, yeah, yeah I don't want to do this anymore. Um, whether it was a week-long thing or a month-long thing. And I guess it came from their attachment style was, I guess, the opposite of mine. And I'll discuss that one next. But 
in relationships, the anxious attachment, I guess it comes from when you're, you know, you feel so secure in something and if the person you're with, the person you're in a relationship with or in a friendship with or something, I don't know, they don't text you back or they don't, you know, they kind of, they're a little bit dry in their text messages, you know, they don't give any emojis or any kisses or, you know, it, it really makes you kind of think and be like, oh my God, what did I do? What can I do to fix this? I need to, I need to fix this. I need to do something really nice for them or I need to chase them until they love me as much as they loved me like two days ago. And we all, I'm sure we've probably all been there at some stage. We all know it's not the right thing to do. It, chasing someone who doesn't want to be chased is never the answer, but you just can't help but do it anyway. Whatever way we're programmed, that just seems to kick in. And it's possibly one of the worst attachment styles just for yourself because you're really not thinking of yourself in these times. You're thinking of that other person and what you can do to make that other person love you or you know, want to be friends with you or whatever. So in terms of our wardrobe, I've kind of translated this to be someone who's constantly looking for external validation and approval from others. So it's the person who can't go shopping on their own because they don't want to make a decision that somebody else might be like, oh, I actually don't really like that top or, you know, that's not really your color. Um, it's like the fear of making the wrong choice or just the fear of making the choice yourself and not having someone else back it up. It's the person who can't get ready for a night out before they know what everybody else is wearing for fear that they show up in the wrong outfit or not dressed up enough or too dressed up or, you know, whatever fear you could have around getting dressed and wearing the wrong thing, this anxious person definitely has it. And sometimes it can translate in a way that you kind of just forget how you even want to dress yourself. You're so busy thinking, is this the right thing to wear to a job interview? Am I going to look silly? Are they going to take me seriously? Can I wear this to work? Uh, are people going to be looking at me weird? And you just forget to think, what do I want to wear? What do I feel really good in? And it, it you know, you're doing yourself such a disservice by, by thinking about other people in this way. Like I mentioned earlier, your personal style is unique to you and relying on advice from other people on what you should or shouldn't wear, that's never going to be your authentic style. It's never going to feel as good to you as what you really want to wear. And I think sometimes as well, a lot about dressing for a certain body type or things like this, like, oh, redheads can't wear this color and blondes have to wear this color. And having all of those societal opinions floating around your head, that really plays into this as well. A great way to move through this anxious style, if, if this kind of resonates with you and if you think this might be you, is just to spend some time figuring out your personal style. I definitely think lockdown has been a great time to try out new things and find what feels comfortable because you don't have to go outside, you don't have to see other people and you're not getting that external validation from people being like, oh, that outfit's lovely or that color really suits you. You know, you've kind of had to do that for yourself in the mirror every day, you know, perk yourself up a little bit. So I think that's a great time and we're still in it a little bit, definitely in the UK. So this is a great time to try out new things and to really just delve into your wardrobe and try everything on, see how you feel. If you're thinking, oh, I love this color on me. Oh, this fabric feels so nice. Or if you're thinking, oh, I remember this one time I wore this skirt and some guy hit on me. Like, 
maybe that's the external validation coming through and it's not necessarily a skirt that you like but it's because someone kind of made you feel like you were worthwhile because you wore it and that's why you're hanging on to it I just wonder how many of us have these pieces in our wardrobes no matter which attachment style we are I mean everybody loves a compliment and everybody wants to feel amazing and and loves when we are validated by other people you know when we're told we look beautiful or hot or sexy or whatever that is and you know what it's easier to hang on to these pieces and the memories than to try and like build yourself up yourself but it's a lot more of a long-term solution to be able to do that for yourself than to rely on other people the final attachment style is avoidant this is that other attachment style that anxious types seem to end up with um, and the avoidant person makes the anxious person more anxious um, an avoidant person could make a secure person anxious. They kind of just make, it's basically like the opposites. And that avoidant person is, uh, someone gets too close to you, you start to pull away. And I know a lot of people are going to be thinking, yep, yeah, this is men. It's not just men. It's anybody, any gender. It's more just a personality thing. And in this book as well, it does kind of talk about how our attachment styles come can come from our childhood and you know how we're raised but it's not it's not fixed it, it it can change so our attachment style can change throughout our life but anybody can be an avoidant type I feel like this can sometimes be that kind of rebellious person who kind of goes against the grain and doesn't like to do what everybody else is doing um if someone you know they don't want to dress like everybody else they don't want to be put in a box they don't want to be so easily read I guess and it's um I feel like this is kind of like the teenager who's going through like a million personal style journeys because you're trying to figure out who you are without other people labeling you first, um, which is so important to do on your own terms and not have other people be like, your style is this, or, you know, this is the kind of person that you are. It's so important to figure that out for yourself instead of having other people trying to tell you who you are or what you are. But I mean, this kind of phase can last for as long as into your 20s, 30s, 40s. It can kind of come back around again. I mean, you can end up being really secure with your style and then something happens in your life, something changes, your job or your lifestyle or your or your body. Um, and then it just kind of throws you off course a little bit and you kind of have to rethink things all over again. So in this book, it kind of says how the attachment styles are not... Um, they're not fixed they can change in your wardrobe things fluctuate a lot and I say this I think I've said this in almost every episode that our personal style is a journey it's not an end goal there is no end goal it's like you can't like happiness is a journey it's not about oh yeah I'm happy now tick it's kind of like okay but you've got the rest of your life to go so what are you going to do with that we may find our personal style uh you know and a couple might spend a couple of weeks a couple of months working on it and then be like yes this is really me i'm loving this in five years time it could be completely different and it's just about being able to let go and accept that things change and we need to just roll with it i feel like the avoidant style is like the hardest one to apply to this kind of wardrobe situation I think as well for the avoidant style type, maybe this is the person who wears a lot of black because they don't really want to face uh, having to dress themselves. They don't want to have to learn how to dress their body or learn how to dress for their coloring. 
they maybe don't really want to stand out. They kind of just want to stay in the background and not garner too much attention. And I feel like, you know, we all have those days where we just, we're like, yep, all black outfit, all black baggy outfit, gonna just blend into the background. Don't want to make any effort today. And like, that's me sometimes when I'm, you know, going food shopping, but I like to be seen. I like to be seen even just by myself when I'm getting dressed on a day-to-day basis, because I found a couple of times over the last few weeks, the immense power of putting on a good outfit, even just to go food shopping. Like it's happened to me twice that I can remember really vividly. I put on an outfit, I put, you know, a little bit of like effort into it. I'm like, okay, I'll wear different shoes. I won't just wear my trainers and I'll wear, you know, um, make sure that my fringe is down and all nice. So just on my walk to the shop, I just had a spring in my step. I was smiling at strangers. I was just, you know, I was looking at houses along the way, just feeling really excited for when I finally buy a house. And I just felt like my life had so much potential and it was going somewhere. And I can only attribute it to putting on that amazing outfit because I didn't do anything else differently. And the thing about this amazing outfit is it wasn't even that amazing. Like it was just some jeans, some nice shoes. Maybe I put on a little bit of jewelry to kind of complete the outfits. And yeah, it was just, it just, I made the effort to find an outfit that felt like me. It reflected my mood or boosted my mood. And I just felt good. And it just made me feel really authentic, really at ease, I think as well. And there's just something about feeling at ease with yourself that it's just, it's pretty empowering. It's just like that calm sense of power, if that even makes sense. So I hope some of this kind of made sense today. I mean, this is just like me emptying out my brain after reading a book and I've been trying lately when I read different books, especially personal development books, to kind of think, how can I apply this to personal style? Like there's so many different kinds of, um, you know, books about habits and books about finances and books about relationships and consumer behavior. And I'm just trying to look at my bookshelf. There's just all kinds of random personal development books, books about minimalism and, you know, having living with less. And I'm just trying to apply all of these theories and concepts to my wardrobe and your wardrobe and figuring out how we can use any kind of information to make our wardrobes better. Because I am on a mission to make having a, a good wardrobe, like literally it's a personal development tool, like dressing yourself. How could it not be a tool for personal development? I think it was in my two episodes ago that I talked about using fashion as a wellness and like personal development tool. So if you haven't already heard that episode, I would recommend going back. If you have been enjoying my episodes so far, I would really appreciate if you left me a review or if you would like to share it with someone who you think would enjoy it as well. Because if you think about it, we all have clothes, we all have a wardrobe, we all have a personal style and this kind of information about using your clothes to empower you anybody can do it and it's just so applicable to absolutely everybody so I feel like everybody in your life could use this podcast if you even wanted to share it with two or three people that would be absolutely amazing thank you guys so much for listening this week I will chat to you again next week with another really random topic I'm sure and I hope you have an amazing week until then talk to you later guys bye